Clevo Action. Yo, 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 it's your boy Clevo. It's Clevo Action. It's your boy Sansa, and you're tuned in to Clevo Action. This is the latest episode of Enclevo, actually. My name is Yosipo Hanikumano and I am the first National Youth Ambassador of South Africa. I am also the granddaughter of the fallen hero Chris Hani. Also, I am the first black president of the University Sports of South Africa. Nonetheless, I'm just a philanthropist and someone who believes in empowerment and education. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my pages, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Nusibohani. Next up, up next. Hi everyone, thank you for joining me. It's Clevo actually, and I'm your host in Clevo. And this is episode 12, welcome. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. My guest was born in the East End to the same place that gave us the most inspirational and iconic freedom fighter, Obawa Chris Honey. She's a project leader at Nobukata, a deputy editor of the Sefahomahate Health Science University magazine, where she is in her fourth year of studies towards becoming a neurologist. She's the co-founder of Plat Hype the first female president of the USAS University South Africa, University Sports South Africa, and the first official youth ambassador, ambassador rather, help me welcome Nosi Pohani. beautiful introduction <laughs> yeah welcome uh, this has been a long time coming yeah <laughs> you have been on my radar for a while now and really? i'm happy that this is becoming a reality thank you for inviting me it's actually my first podcast interview oh, so yes. i'm so honored <laughs> yes i'm glad to be the one ushering you into this podcasting world i believe that it's a very important tool for the youth to yeah. express our feelings and where we're going as a country and leading the narrative. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us about, I want to start with the past and then we're going to lead into the future. So, no tell us about how it was growing up uh, in the East Rand and okay. also how it was growing up knowing mm-hmm. that your grandfather was this iconic person. Okay. So basically, um, what I actually am proud of, my family wasn't always highlighting the fact that um, Khrushan is my grandfather. I'm speaking in terms of my mom. So what they did is they allowed me to use as culturally speaking, my father's surname. So my father's surname was Kumano. So the world didn't even know that I was Khrushan's granddaughter. So all my life, I was just Nusipo Kumano. And 
for me it opened great more doors because i had to understand that i can now i can do anything it, do, it doesn't mean that okay just because you're chris Annie's granddaughter you have to do a b c d basically i was known as nosipo kumalo for the first 20 years of my life my family did not let anyone know that we related to chris honey and that's because of safety reasons and for me I took it as an advantage because I could then realize who my real friends are and who to trust. And nobody was stringing along just because I'm Chris Honey's granddaughter. So they only found out, even my school only found out in 2018, I think. And everyone is saying, why didn't you let us know? Why didn't you tell us? And it's very important that you don't live in someone else's shadow. You first create yourself and invest in who you are and empower yourself. Oh, that's great because mm-hmm. um, you touched on something very important because yes. of the way the tragedy unfolded. Mm-hmm. Safety, of course, has been a really uh, important part of of keeping uh, yeah. the identity concealed because mm-hmm. uh, many of the people that were followers of Umaba were, were mm-hmm. actually uh, still haven't healed mm-hmm. from that. And you have to understand that uh, it, it went deep. Exactly. It was deeper than mm. uh, the loss was felt by the whole of South Africa. Yeah, yeah. But I, I believe it might have been amplified mm-hmm. for the family. Exactly. Um, if I could just use a reference of his eldest brother, who's still alive, Mr. Rida Hani. He's 84 this year, and he's still uncomfortable with my work sometimes because mm. of my safety. You know, people don't realize that what it had on the effect that it had on the family in terms of PTSD. Mm. So the family is always scared in terms mm. of my journey now. It's yes. kind of like I'm going down the same route. It's as, Exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. So it takes them back to what happened. And mm. even what's going on now in America, the whole revolution that's happening mm. right now in terms Black of the Black Lives, Lives Matter. Um, those such events are always reminders to the family because looking at George Floyd's video, mm. our family has the same thing. We have a picture of our grandfather lying on on a cold floor, you know, mm, and yeah, that's... that's a picture that we'll forever have. So mm. it really is painful in terms of you know as a family member, but in terms of as a citizen, I appreciate his sacrifice. Mm. But sometimes as his granddaughter. It's like, sure, you put your life at risk and you know, he, he's, he's that type of person. He put people before even his family. Mm. Mm. And I, I believe uh, that in itself, being born into knowing that in your blood is the DNA of someone that was so selfless and mm. actually mm. believed in a cause and fought for it, yeah. no matter what, exactly. no matter no, what. No matter so matter that what. at the same time that is inspirational because mm. if he hadn't stood up mm. we wouldn't have this freedom exactly we wouldn't have these mm. podcasts okay. imagine all of the things would have been kept from us exactly. so for you to i i would understand why why the the children born mm. from under uh, him yeah. wouldn't want to pursue that because exactly. for them it will forever be fresh mm. But for you, there's a bit of breathing room because you didn't get to see that in in, in a flash. It's a a memory that was presented to you. Exactly. So you are 
better able, you have more strength mm. to pick up the mental and mm. say, you know what, exactly. this wasn't for nothing. Yeah. Yes, the country is different, but yeah. there's still more. It's that not can where be he done. wanted to be. Yes, there's still so much inequality. There's exactly. so much systemic racism. Exactly. It's just it's just so many things that are underlying, mm. and they get they keep getting swept under the rug. Exactly. And not to take away from anyone else's legacy and mm. to, to, to say uh, more could have been done. Mm. It, it, it's to say now, let's let's carry on. Mm. Let us take it from here. Exactly. Thank you for what the, the legends did now. It's exactly, our it's our turn. And that's exactly what I want the youth to know because sometimes I feel like as young people, we're just so separated. We don't even want to help each other anymore. Mm. For example, if you, um, like you're a podcaster, I'm not a podcaster, but I can help you and you can help me. So young people don't realize, and I want young people to remember the fights that our forefathers um, fought. And they fought in unity. They were always, there's never that, okay, we're not going to support you because they knew the common goal which was to set us free. Mm. As young people, we know that our voices are oppressed. Yes. So as young people, we need to unite. We need to say, okay, are you an athlete? How can I support you as an athlete? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not an athlete. If I take an example, like young people need um, devices, okay? Yes. And maybe artists won't understand this. But if a young person has a device, they can support your music. Mm, so we need the celebrities, even the influencers, to help the politicians. Mm. We need to so, so we need to combine ourselves. We need to unite so that we can achieve the common goal. Because right now we're too separated. We like no, you're a doctor. I'm not doing anything with you, even if it's a young doctor. Mm. And we need to support each other because we're in different fields. And and I've, I've, you're right. Mm -hmm. What you're speaking to is an ecosystem of the youth that. Think about how when when the freedom fighters were out um, scattered throughout yeah. Africa yeah. and being sheltered, yeah. you know, yeah. and even here at home, mm. if a freedom fighter were to run through the door right yeah. now, we mm. would make provisions exactly. to make sure they were sheltered. Exactly. And today we don't have that. No, we don't. I, I, I feel like the reason why we don't have that is mm -hmm. because of we are driven by different ideals and values. That's very true. So us finding our values again in in what in the foundation that they laid, it, yeah. it might have been distorted mm. based on the freedom that we got God, and the exactly. narrative yeah, and becoming yeah. too too indulgent exactly. in in what was now the freedom mm -hmm. effect, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like now taking it back to those values is very instrumental. Yeah. And I mentioned something very important. You said someone's an athlete, but on the other side, you are on your way to becoming a doctor. Mm -hmm. You feel like there's a disconnect, but mm -hmm. I see you now connecting because yeah. not only are you on your way to becoming a neurologist, yeah. but at the same time, you are the first black uh, female chairperson of a sports organization. Yes, yes. Now, I see you bridging those gaps. Yes. I'm a podcaster. Mm -hmm. You had nothing to do with podcasting, yeah. but you you are bridging so many yeah, gaps, yeah. which uh, will touch on, on how uh, this brought you to your current title and exactly. how all those things will come into play. Yes. But I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because of all the things that you said. Um, no problem. So let's start here. Yeah. Um, say, yeah, 
when I was doing my research about you, I was so fascinated. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Uh, let's start, chat. Mm -hmm. As a deputy editor of a magazine, which is for students at uh, when you study. University, right? yes. What's, what's that all about? Okay. So basically, the students' magazine is about allowing the students in my university to show their creative side. I go to a medical university where literally everything is academic. Um, even if you do sports, it's not really on a vid type of level in terms of sports. It's mm -hmm. it's it's just to say that we have sports. It's just to say that we have a magazine. So what I then introduced is, for example, a rap battle between mm -hmm. the students because we may be medical students, but we not only we don't only do medicine related yeah. things so there's people that are really talented in the university and now it became a whole series in the university so that's basically my duty in terms of being the deputy editor of the magazine i don't just do the magazine related work but also try to as i'm saying the rap battle we, we shot a whole series of it mm. so that's it's really, really exciting mm. because now what you're doing is um you understand the human factor of it that these are people, people first exactly. before medicine exactly. before whatever these, yeah. these same people were kids exactly. they had so many aspirations exactly. they exactly. like some like basketball some there's so many hobbies exactly. to throw around exactly because at the end of the yeah. day medicine is just a job mm. being a doctor is just a job mm. it's not basically who you are it's yes. part of who you are yeah. but it can't be like the whole the you whole thing. yeah because yeah. what do you do after your job to distress exactly how do you distress so yeah. now people find find it scary when there's a doctor playing soccer and i don't understand why because how are they supposed to distress how, how is that now taking me away from what <laughs> exactly. i see exactly we see rappers going to clubs you see but that doesn't affect the songs that they, they make you exactly so it's just a job we need to uh, demystify this mm. whole thing of having things associated with other things exactly. only exclusive exactly. there's nothing exclusive you can have other ambitions mm -hmm. outside of mm -hmm. that and it also helps in terms of um people then don't feel that they don't feel entitled because sometimes you'll see that within students um you may be studying let's say physiotherapy and the other one is doing dentistry and the dentist mm -hmm. Um, students feel like they're better than the physiotherapist mm. you see and i want to get rid of all of that that you're a doctor and you're important and a teacher's not as important as a doctor mm. it's not true yeah it's not true we all need each other because a doctor's taught by a teacher yeah. so i don't these are building blocks exactly wherever you may go mm. one cannot exist without the other uh -huh, exactly you know? and uh, and that's fascinating mm. so what is your experience in terms of the, the your studies you're currently in your fourth year, yeah, right my now. Fourth year. how how is that okay so my fourth year has been challenging um so i'm actually happy that covid came along <laughs> so give me in a break some way, in some mysterious <laughs> way and i know most students feel the same but um what happens is covid gave us a break in terms of the learning. I come from a university that is not really, should I say, um, financially subsidized. So we don't have devices. Well, I'm speaking about the majority of the learners. They don't have devices. They come from rural areas. Um, I mean, my university is based in Kharangua. We are always forgotten as a university. 
I am currently the president of the University Sports of South Africa, but they always forget the name of the university I come from mm. because they only remember UCT and your VITS and the, UP. The top five. The top years. Exactly. I see. So I'm always happy. I just feel like life always put me into the, the majority um, of people in terms of not everyone has access to a device. So I went to a school where literally there's no online learning right now. And I get to see that. I get to see the effects of it. But if I went to a top university, if I went to Harvard, not even here in South Africa, I wouldn't have experienced that. You'd be you'd be like aloof of exactly what's happening. Exactly. Exactly. What a disconnect. Mm. So I'm so happy that I'm actually in this university and I get to see the struggles and complaints because many times people don't even believe students. Because there's announcement on the news saying, oh, tablets are coming out, PCs are coming out. And you come on Monday, you don't have that. You met by the reality you of by the faulty reality. systems. Exactly. And, um, you know, you touched a very crucial point. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never heard of your university before. Sure. I got introduced to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I may be naive. I, yeah. went, I went to a UJ. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's one of those that are on the tip. Exactly. Every time. Yeah. yeah. When I, I I saw this university, I was like, hold on. <laughs> Why? Where? Yeah. Yeah. How? Where's the market <laughs> for this university? Yeah. How young is it? How old is mm-hmm. it? What's going on? Exactly. You so, know? I don't know. Life has always done that to me. I've always entered the forgotten path. Yeah. For example, people think that just because I'm the National Youth Ambassador, I've always been a leader. In grade mm. 7, I was never prefect. In grade 12, I was never prefect. Mm. So I know the pains of the youth. I know exactly what they go through. And and it's a testament to not using the, the, the surname of your grandfather exactly. that it allowed you to live in a reality of what is really happening. Exactly. The reality of... A, a normal South African. Exactly. And now, by virtue of you going to this university, mm. you're now shining a light That's to awesome. say, look, there's stepkids mm. of universities. Exactly. We've been treated like a stepchild Literally. of university exactly. by a country that exactly. needs us the most. Exactly. Look at what's happening now. Exactly. The, the COVID crisis hit. Exactly. And the, the same people that we abandoned are the ones that we need mm. to help us. Mm. So I believe you going there, some things are destined. Yeah. Some things are not us making decisions. True. Right? I've spoken about this on a previous episode. Yeah. Where I said, sometimes that's why we have things like deja vu. That's mm. that's something guiding you towards what what you need to do. Exactly. Effectively. Exactly. And and I, I believe that's why you would have found yourself. Mm being in a place like that yeah. shines a light on all the inequality. Exactly. The inequality, the injustice, the, the fact that, you know, young people are literally not taken seriously. I mean, even now through the COVID, education has now, we add a hold, a pause, mm. sorry, yeah. a pause in education. And that's not supposed to happen because how come workers can still go to work and they have all everything that they need in terms of if a company complains that they don't have sanitizers, the, the government or other private companies will supply it. But what about the schools that complain? The schools that complain don't get help. It's deaf ears. 
So yes. exactly. So that's why I do what I do. I go to the schools and I like bringing cameras with me so people can actually see what mm. is happening in the schools. The reality. The reality of the schools, the reality of the children. Like once when I went to I went to a school in Limpopo, they invited me to just speak on drugs and rape mm. and teenage pregnancy. Social ills. Social ills, yes. And basically the agenda of that was just to see what the problem is because that's what i do i want to see what the problem is i don't go to a school and say okay stop doing drugs everyone stop you can't um, speak from an ivory tower exactly 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 i ask them well what's your story before i judge anyone let me know what is your story i'm not gonna say stop using drugs because what if that for you is the reason why you're still alive Drugs are, represent so many different things and exactly. escape. Exactly, exactly. Exa- so you just now expelling the child is not going to help the child. You're throwing him deeper. You're throwing him deeper. Into- and uh, there's a living testimony of this because as I'm saying, the school that I went to, I gave the talk and then I asked for a session with the students. So I, d- I don't just like talking and then I leave. I want to have a session with the students and interact. I had a nice session with the students and those one boy was crying. He said that his mom is being abused at home. He doesn't know what to do. His friends are laughing at him, putting pressure on him to use drugs. And that's why he used drugs. And they also, he also had a, an older brother who was a drug addict and the same friends always made fun of him because of that. Mm. And as a young boy to see him cry like that. And another thing, that we need to allow is for young boys to cry. Mm. Safe spaces. Safe spaces. And I told him that, what does he want? He just told me he wished that his dad could just stop abusing his mom. And I asked him, okay, do you want me to report the issue? That's another thing that um, leaders should do. Don't do what you think is best. Talk to the person. Inclusive. Exactly. Be inclusive. This is not your story. Yeah. Yeah. If someone for you reporting it would work wonders. Yeah. But from where he comes from, yeah. you don't know how the police Ex- act. Exactly. He could be arrested, paid exactly. George or be back, beat them all up. Exactly. So, so the only that child knows what will happen if I report it or not. Mm. And the child said, please report it. Mm. And I did so, but then the school handled the legal matters and everything. I just dealt with the child. You facilitated. Yeah. And I told yeah. the child that here's my number. If you need to talk, you can contact me. The child had done that. Yeah. I spoke to the child and I don't know what the child did at school, but I got a phone call from the department saying that child has stopped using drugs. And that's a testimony that I always use from this young boy. And it's what I want to show people that let's stop reprimanding. Let's start understanding. Mm. What is the issue? And you know why? This is the case, mm-hmm. I believe. I believe people like speaking to people, you know. They like standing on a podium exactly. and speaking into a crowd. Exactly. You cannot read Every. everyone mm. in that marsh pit. No. You need to be on the ground mm-hmm. and engage with mm-hmm. individuals. Exactly. Because not each person's experience will mm-hmm. identically exactly. match the other. It's not a one size fits all no. type of leadership. No, exactly. That needs to be uh, 
supply, mm-hmm. which is why the country is ailing, because everyone is is voicing out their their the, yeah. the struggles, the and they yeah. they met by people who are just like, ah, but I'm busy with this, mm. but I'm busy I'm with busy this. this. Exactly. When this struggle is deteriorating by the moment, exactly. things are becoming worse, worse, exactly. worse to a point where. Now the news wants to run with cameras and expose the government. Say, look, there's not even running water. Yeah, they want kids yeah. to come back to this school. Yeah. But if they had listened, listened. and say when the when the schools at the beginning before the COVID, exactly imagine, before the if COVID. they had listened when the school says we don't have no, running water, no. look at these toilets. No. Where are the kids supposed to and go? And that's why I say that I'm so grateful actually for the COVID. Because the COVID highlighted the inequality and the injustice in our country. Yes. So, in terms of, like, he's speaking now, there's schools with no water. That's the disgrace. There's schools with no water. How can there be schools today with no water? In 2020. Exactly. In a democratic republic. Exactly. Where we're on our way to trying to become a second world, first world country. How can we still claim to want to shine this bright light, whereas we're failing at basics? Exactly. I'd rather live in a third world country that has all the basics yeah. taken care of. Yeah. We'd rather not have a Louis Vuitton yeah, store so, mm, and have running water in all the Exactly. And that's exactly why I'm so grateful to the COVID, because now it forces um, government and other private sectors to do something. Because now mm. health, the children's health is at risk. And obviously children right. don't live alone. They live with parents, they live with their grandparents. There's so much of the risk element. Exactly. So I'm just so happy that it happened. And now government understands we need lower data prices. Because that was when, never When understood. we were saying data must fall, exactly. all that time, it looked as if we are a nation exactly. desperate exactly. to consume Kim Kardashian exactly. type of content. Mm. But we are a nation desperate. We are unemployed. Exactly. We are sitting at home. Exactly. We are a desperate nation to learn mm. and to empower ourselves. Mm. Government won't give me a job. Exactly. I have to bootstrap and find it within myself. And mm. where do I get the most information? Exactly. It's on the internet. On the internet. And I like how you're bringing in that, you know, we have to, in terms of the entertainment and the education sector, what the COVID has done is it's now provided quality education for everyone. Because now if there's data and if there's Wi-Fi hotspots, even if your school is not doing the best job at teaching, you can now jump on into Google and see, okay, maybe I don't understand how to do this. I mean, you hear it maybe from a different voice. Exactly, exactly. So it, it somehow raises the standard of learning. Yes. And it makes everyone within the country type of equal. In on terms a, on of the same foot. Yes. Because then we have like a benchmark. Mm. You know, some, some people, uh, teachers interpret things differently. And exactly. What happens to me when I'm being taught by someone who's interpreting it, mm. who's stuck in their, their ways? Exactly. And now this is 2020. It's affect you. Things have progressed, mm-hmm. but they haven't caught on because mm. of exactly. them being in the dark. Yeah. You are in the dark. Yeah. You're sitting there with the question paper. Exactly. It's exam time, and you don't know what the hell is going do. on exactly. because you are being taught some outdated stuff. But Literally, and that, that is that the case. That is the case. And Fantastic. Yeah, it literally raises the quality of education and makes it equal for everyone because 
even when you look at schools who are unable to conduct um, experiments for science because they don't have labs, at least now if there's Wi-Fi hotspots in that community, they can see on Watch this virtual video. simulation even. Yeah. Exactly, there's videos on, let's say, some chemical um, reaction. They can yes. actually see what happens when you add a hydroxide with an alcohol or a hydroxide with a ketone, go. whatever. That's why YouTube has become one of the leading platforms in exactly, education. Exactly. When I myself, <laughs> learning how to create podcasts, <laughs> learning how to create anything, edit videos, whatnot, my first stop is YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> and I've been successful and you're learning. Well. Exactly. I'm creating things that I look back on and be like, whoa, all you of see, this came from YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> what has the world become? Exactly. The world has that's become literally what's happening. Accessibility. Exactly. And, and that's what we need. That's a must for. Mm. And even as you're saying, um, now you learned about podcasting and you learned about editing. What the in terms of data falling and having white Wi-Fi hotspots, mm -hmm. what that will also help with is employment. Not employment as in getting hired, but I want to talk about entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. The unemployment rate. The reason why we have such an un, high unemployment rates in the country is because we're looking at to employ young people. Young people, we're not in a time right now to be employed. We're in a time for you to make your own thing. We're in a mm. time for you to become a creator. If you're a tutor, you don't have to now become a teacher. You can tutor. I tutor um, young children at Springs. Yes. Grade 11s and 12s. Mm -hmm. So I tutor them science. And what I can do is show them those videos and guide them. I'm assisting the teacher mm -hmm. and the students. Mm -hmm. So it's very, it's young people have to see that we can be like, there's a Mishali. Mishali is making money off a YouTube platform. Mm -hmm. Young people need to explore all the opportunities. Let me take you back to 2014. Yeah. I was working for a company called the Way 2 Project. Okay. Right? So, Way 2 Project is mm. like, um, was, unfortunately, I don't know what's happening <laughs> these days. Mm -hmm. I think they turned into a venture capital firm. Okay. But what it was at the time, it was an incubator for entrepreneurs. Okay. And I worked there as an analyst, mm -hmm. right? So, my background, I studied studying yeah. okay. that was my first qualification i studied entrepreneurship then i came back tried my hand at business failed dismally mm -hmm. then the opportunity came along for me to uh join a, a company whose whole philosophy is yeah. entrepreneurship sure. then i joined that company yeah and then they introduced me to uh literature associated with how to start a business mm -hmm. and make it lean yeah bootstrap yeah. and actually do the most with the little exactly. that you have. Exactly. Then after they taught me all of that, mm -hmm. I started now becoming more independent and thinking, okay, exactly. I started, they chose me to start giving talks to mm. aspiring entrepreneurs, Beautiful. presentations. Mm -hmm. And there was a tool that we used that was called the 24 week plan. So we take the one for 24 weeks, mm -hmm. teaching them all about finances, marketing, all the basics that but you would need to springboard yourself, okay. you know? Yeah. We did that yeah. for, I did that for about two years. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Then I started feeling imposter syndrome. I was like, I'm out here yeah. grooming yeah. all these. Yes, I have an impact. 
yeah. the script, but yeah. I would like to know for myself yeah. while I'm talking. Fast forward, exactly. here we are. Today. Right? <laughs> it, 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 the youth needs to understand that not everything is about reaching out. Very true. I would rather than have my name on a can of Coke, mm-hmm. have it on a business exactly. certificate. Exactly. I'd rather have it on a qualification. Exactly. Okay, then they'll say, Ah, oh, there's so many qualified youth unemployed. Right. Welcome. That that that's so why now it. that's why now you need to exactly. do something else. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, that we're not in a space for employment. Yes. We're in the entrepreneurship space. Yes. So with it's important for you to realize that with the qualification that you have, what can you do to make something of your own? Springboard. Exactly. People think the qualification is the destination. Exactly. No, no. It's not. <laughs> a qualification is sort of like collecting your boots yes, for the hike. Exactly. You know, nice so nice that's why I, I started off entrepreneurship. Then I realized I, I don't know what form of business looks like. Wow. I went back in. I did business administration. Mm. That taught me all about these big conglomerates and how they mm. function. What mm. are the backend systems? Mm. Then I was like, you know what? I still, I'm not specializing. Yeah. I don't have, I know a lot about general stuff, yeah. but I don't know a lot about it specific. I went back in, um, I did marketing, mm-hmm. came back out. Sure. Now I'm equipped with so many skill so sets. Sure. Now I'm like, okay, let me, now I can, I think I know enough to do something. Exactly. Now, let it speak to my passion. Exactly. I went, I went, I worked. I worked for Procter & Gamble. Yeah. I worked for Coca-Cola. Yeah. I've been working for so many big conglomerates and I never fit in. Mm. It's a cultural clash because my spirit is not yeah. built like that. My spirit is built this way. Mm. What I'm doing now, this is my fight. Exactly. I wake up, I don't feel like I'm shackled. Mm. And this to me is the true representation of freedom. That That's true. That's exactly what um, I'm actually working on. That's my whole goal, making sure that, you know, we actually get to live what our forefathers died for. Because if our forefathers died for freedom, we need to experience that freedom. And it's so sad sometimes to see that we're not experiencing the freedom because the leaders are the people that were in the struggle. They know what happened. It's so sad to see them act like they don't know now what's going on. It's a disconnect. It's a disconnect. Because it doesn't mean if you are part of the fight, you have to lead exactly. the nation right now. Exactly. You know, we need fresh minds. Exactly. Need, and a lot of youth are shying away from politics. No, that's very that, true. That's why it's an old man's game. That's very true. We have a lot of old people leading us. Mm. And even you thought like, why should we vote? I remember last year when I had to just explain to young people why we need to vote. Um, yes, you may feel that the person in power in all the parties, one, one thing that the young people said, let me just explain to you. They said they feel that the ANC just cares about the history of the ANC. Mm. It's not looking forward. Mm. And they, they think that the EFF is only trying to tarnish the ANC. The same with mm. the DA. I'm talking mm. now in terms of the leading um, parties. The top three. Yeah. 
So all of them are fighting against each other and no one is paying attention to what's actually going on. With the child. With the child, the exactly, country. exactly, the country. So it's, imagine, yeah, you're putting it properly. Imagine having your parents just fighting, going on and on, and the poor child is you're still failing there. at school. Exactly. You're failing. No one cares. You're no like, one cares. But I need help with this. And they're like, no, we're fighting. No, we're fighting. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But we can't wait. And that's what young people need to realize that we cannot wait. We need to use our voice. Let's vote. Let's vote. Even if you think that voting is not going to change anything, but we need to vote in, in honor of our forefathers. Yes. Because we didn't have that ability to vote. So I always say that there's only one reason I can give you. That's to honor our past. Yeah. You know, you put it so so nicely when you said uh, the NC is stuck in the history. Yeah. It's sort of like whenever um, voting comes along, yeah. we are being held hostage mm -hmm. by by the current yes. ANC yeah. government because mm -hmm. they'll always show us, they'll drag people from their graves who yeah. are arrested yeah. and put them in front of us and say, yeah. this is why you need to vote for exactly. us. No, no. That show me that doesn't speak to you show people. me now and what's next exactly as not to, what was you can't hold me hostage i wasn't there exactly i wasn't there you exactly. can't hold me hostage like that and i'm held hostage by my future exactly you know mm. and i remember when the government launched the vision 2020 strategy mm. it was so beautiful i looked at it and i was like wow this plan in 2020 this is what it's gonna be. I'm happy to be South Africa. Yeah. 2020. 20, right. Showing me, showing me toilets that don't flat, that don't have water. School kids not having water exactly. at school. Exactly. I was like, this is not the same. It's not. There's such a disconnect between the beautiful words we write, and they're met, met by such a brash lack of action. Exactly, and that's. That's the case in terms of the leaders today. Um, they don't even look at the leaders that came before them. If I had to look at my grandfather, for example, he was one of the most wanted men, but he never forgot his people. No. He never did. And even in 1990, I think, when he arrived from exile, um, what he did, he went back to his community. He walked with the people. Even though some now they will be walking with bodyguards, they can't even you can't even speak to them. You can't. How, there's, how there's can you have a leader that you can't speak to? I can't even shake your hand. Exactly. So, they are the new Kardashians. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I don't I don't want to dissect them like that. But now to you, yeah. you are showing a new form of leadership. Yeah. And I just want to highlight. Uh, that you are the the the, the youth ambassador of South yes. Africa. Yes. Now, for anyone who's who's listening that that doesn't have the slightest idea what that is, mm. I'd like for you now to debunk it. Okay. So basically, how I got involved into being, or how I got elected into being the national youth ambassador, is through research and interest. Mm. I thought that the country does not have someone who speaks to young people and the leaders. There's some sort of gap there, so we need a bridge. Mm. And basically, I'd already been doing philanthropic work, um, and then I saw this ad on about YSA. So YSA is a youth service 
America, okay? It's a service action, which basically what they do, they elect youth in different countries to be the ambassadors so that they can carry on the social and philanthropic work of the country. Yes. The main thing that YSA does is you, you can only apply to YSA if you've already been doing things. You cannot now get the title and then start doing stuff. Mm. And it's a lesson to young people also. You know, many times young people just want money now, just want the title now. You know, they want the fast life. Mm. And you need to always understand that you're not defined by these things, but you can only define them. Mm. And that's what I try always teach people. So through YSA, I then applied and what they said is you have to write an essay about how you're planning on changing the youth the youth's lives in your country for the better mm. and i wrote my essay then there's a series of questions which serve as an interview mm. as to what are you already doing and obviously you have to provide um proof and stuff like that so and then a few weeks later it was actually in march when they when they announced it and i had to go to america to accept everything and it was going to be during the week of my grandfather's assassination and i did apologize that no i can't mm. come there's something that i have to do here and the main thing that i was telling them is our young people in this country don't don't even know about what's going on this youth service america yes can i please if you don't mind can i stream and show you guys what i'm doing here Okay. And they said yes, instead of me going that side. So they can view what I'm doing here and why can't I be there. Until mm. today, I have not been there. Yeah. And I'm still the youth ambassador. And because I'm remaining true to my roots, yes. I cannot go help the American youth right now when Whereas my youth is struggling. We're ailing. Yeah, I can't yeah. go to a conference in America right now where as something is happening in my country. And where is our conference? Exactly. Where's our type, conference? Type exactly. You know Where's yeah. our youth conference? Yeah. And I then started working very closely with them and saying, okay, I want to learn what you guys are actually doing. I don't just yeah. want to be an ambassador. I want to learn what you guys are doing. And luckily, they've been so helpful. They helped me in terms of um, right now, I've done a, a grad video, a graduation video mm. for the youth who could not walk across the stage. Mm. And if you look at all our leaders, nobody cared about how the young people are feeling that now they can't even... How are we surviving? Exactly. How are they... What, what they, they care doing? about is the alcohol and the cigarettes. Exactly. Exactly. What about the young people? How are we coping? We're unemployed and we met with the COVID and there's Next lack of expression. Exactly. We, we can't express ourselves. We, we can't. We are frustrated. Yeah. And no, and and the youth feels like no one is speaking to. No them. one cares. No What's one is the NC youth thing? Exactly. Wait, so, does that still exist? I I feel like it doesn't. Who is who is the leader? I've, I, don't, I don't know his name. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, what is he doing? Exactly. If he exists or she exactly, exists, exactly. Where are they? What are you doing? Where, what's their voice? What's oh. their What's their contribution to, to, to all of this? Right now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Which is why I feel like m maybe you coming along mm -hmm. and I've seen the work that you've done, you'll finally bridge the gap because 
the youth agency of South Africa. It's mm. it's a mess. Yeah. It's a total mess. Yeah. And we can't keep running to NYDA. Yeah. Give yeah. us this, give us that. Mm. They are a branch mm. of they also confuse oh, yeah. themselves. <laughs> I, you know, so which is why I feel like yes, you see frustrations of young people. Yeah, they and don't even they don't even know who we are. Exactly. I so don't, that's exactly why in my work I want to go to I do things so differently. I want to go to the schools, I want to go to the university. I want to interact, I want to understand, I want to speak to the entertainers, I want to speak to the athletes, because I, I may empathize with you, but if I hear it from you, directly from you, then I can really understand that these are your struggles, A, B, C. I'm not now thinking generally. Mm. Generally, as a young the person... The generalistic approach has harmed us so helping. far. Yeah, it's not helping. The blanket approach is not, is not the way. Yeah, it's not, it's not helping. Yes, there's some issues like the data that you can generalize, yeah. but there's some issues that yeah. are core issues yeah, you that see, really for, need boots on the ground. Exactly. For example, the the graduation video that I'm speaking about, mm. I know that sometimes young people also, they don't want to keep on hearing from me all the time. Mm. So I said, let me involve some artists that they mm. listen to. Yes. And then let the artists speak to them. And mm. what I'm also doing, I'm trying to force artists as well. Mm. They need to understand that if you're an influencer, you've got influence. Despite mm. on what you're doing, mm. you have to be speaking all the time. We don't want to see you doing drugs on Instagram live. No, no. Speak to us because if imagine like the the four-year-olds, the six-year-olds, the eight-year-olds who love, let's say your song, they your song, Dang. And then when something is happening right now, where are you? They want to hear from you. They don't relate to the politicians. They relate to Sometimes you. we don't want your money. Exactly. Sometimes you lend us your voice exactly. to further our narrative. Exactly. You know, some so I feel like some of these artists don't have a backbone. Exactly. You know, mm. even if we sit down and have a conversation yeah. now yeah. and I ask no a question like, yeah. what have you done to give back? Mm. That's going to be really... Don't yeah, they're gonna say don't <laughs> they probably say you don't support them. Yeah, and yeah, that, people are not buying music, so we can't. It's not working. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, it's gonna spiral into it's for something. another day. <laughs> I want you to speak also to your entrepreneurial side at yeah. the same time because I understand that you're not only doing the, the studies and being mm-hmm. the youth ambassador as mm-hmm. well as the president. Says, mm. the list is long but <laughs> I just want to touch on your entrepreneurial spirit okay. I, I believe uh, you are a co-owner of something called Plug Hype Plug City Hype Plug City Hype yes. so I'd like you to plug us now. <laughs> so Plug City Hype is an entertainment company and the vision of Plug City Hype is to literally break down the doors that oh should I say release the gatekeepers there's gatekeepers mm. in the industry mm. And we don't see young people thriving in the entertainment industry because of their age or because they're not doing something. So we see like if you had to compare in the States where you can have your Justin Bieber who blew up maybe when he was 14, 15. Mm. And look at him now, he's still making a living. And I feel like South Africa doesn't understand that we need to open the doors of all industries. Mm. 
we need to fix that. So what Plug City Hype does is it focuses on the entertainment side. So if, for example, you're an artist and one of your dreams is to perform, I don't know, at the, let me see, we don't even have main events. I can't even say like a Coachella here. Yeah, no, no. You see, there's nothing for, that's we what Plug City is for, trying to do. We must wait for your Ultra global, to come see, and Ultra, do your thing, global yeah. citizen. Yeah. You see, we don't have our own festivals, our own yeah. something to speak something to we hype the up. culture. Yeah. You know, the culture of Don't tell me about Obi Gobi. You see, okay, Gobi, <laughs> the festival. Don't tell me about You see, that. so we need something by young people as well, yeah. for young people. So what Plexity Hype does, it's, it's trying to break those doors to say that no we need young people here that's why in our team we only have young people and also we support young people in terms of if you're so talented and you can't even afford e equipment for a music video mm. we'll come and shoot your music video mm. we believe in giving people opportunities yes. so that's the whole philanthropy side of um plug city hype it's all about basically giving opportunities for the artist, for the dancer, for anything entertainment. Yes. It's about giving opportunities to you. And yeah, that's basically what we've been doing. All right, guys, if you want to get access to Plug City Hype, just check them out on, the, uh, on YouTube, tap yeah. Plug City Hype, and then you'll just get the rest <laughs> of the details. Yeah. There. We don't spoon feed, you gotta <laughs> do a bit research. of searching. You know, a bit of research will go a long way, you know? Yeah. And yeah, we've spoken a bit about the lockdown and its effects, but I just want to also speak to the economy mm. and how this whole thing mm. has revealed that uh, the the people who the haves and the have nots. Mm. This this line that was clear. You saw the on the news the lines to macro yeah. the, uh, the lockdown. Mm. And we have people that rely on social grants. Yeah. And before the lockdown struck, they, lines. they they couldn't they didn't even have money. Mm. If you remember, it started mid-month yeah, yeah, the, the initial yeah. lockdown, mm. you know. And it was a scary place to be, mm. to be without money mm. and you're being told that you won't be able to move around anymore and whatnot. And even things at, shop, at stores are finishing because people were you buying know, so much. People were bulking up. Sure. The, the entitled ones were, yeah, exactly. and were just raiding. That's, that's one thing also that I like to speak on. This thing of us helping people, it's not a government job. If people can go out there and buy in bulk, they can make a difference in someone's life. Yes. It's about making a change. If you want to do something, it's very easy to blame the government yes. and say, oh no, government is not doing it. But if you are buying 10 cans, for you, example, you and you know, two. and you know, you can't, you can't, exactly, you can't even sacrifice two. You know, there's a family struggling, but you, you want to blame the government. But you want the government to behave. <laughs> In a manner that is outstanding, exactly. whereas you as a citizen are you outstanding as, yourself. Exactly. So that, that situation that you're speaking about was really, really saddening. It because was. I remember they had to even put notices that, no, you can only take three cans or you can only... What, what kind sense? of country are we living in? What is sense? Where, where we're so selfish. Exactly. We are just thinking for ourselves. Yeah, me, myself, and I. You know. Yeah, we don't care about the person next to me. 
No. No, we don't. We don't care that we're sharing the same spaces. Exactly. We're breathing the same air. Exactly. We, but no, mm. you are not like me. Exactly. There's a so, certain classism that comes into play where it was a light was really shining. Light, a limelight was like coming flooding down to show that wow, South Africa really is the light. Mm. It really we, is. We are looking at people in the sentence mm. and versus the people in the in exactly. There's this picture that once like no, circulated <laughs> showing the inequality, the yeah, showing the Alexandra and Santi yeah. only being divided by a street. Yeah. Like, yeah. how can people this side be living in such squalor, in such dismal type of whereas just a, a quick walk away? People are living their best lives. When you look at the picture, yeah. there's no trees in this area. Yeah. There's so many trees in this area. It, it's it's so it's crazy that I'm it's in 2020. Opposite. It's crazy that I'm in 2020 of a country that is considered free, mm-hmm. and I'm still looking at this. Mm-hmm. When are we gonna destroy these constructs? It's because different. these are the same things that hold us back. No, think about true. the mental conditioning of a child born into an Alexandra mm. versus the entitlement of a child born in a Santa. Exactly. How do we now strive as mm. kids that are born into such, uh, in, in such is, a yeah. bleak mm. place? Mm. How do I now have hope that mm. tomorrow mm. I can be somebody? Mm. I can be something. Mm. I can very be the true, president yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's very true, yeah. And you know what she's speaking about in terms of the young kids also. The one project that I tried, I did actually, um, it's on my Instagram that if people want to see. What I did is I took kids from private schools and I took them to an orphanage. I wanted them to understand that they are the same. Mm. I made them play, well, they made each other play actually. I just said, guys, we're going here today. And they were only from private schools and then went to an orphanage and they played they, i would put them in groups some group activities mm. and in those group activities they started laughing started you know playing soccer together and at the end of the day i reminded them that you see your financial background does not change who you are so it's what you need to do it's what people need to do i can't wait for my government to do that if I can see what's happening. If I can take a group of kids and just show them that this is what other people go through and make them understand that they are not allowed to think that they're better Mm. just because they can go to a more expensive school. Because they are fortunate. Yes, they are not better. Mm. You are like, these are your brothers and sisters. That's why I use that term, my brothers and sisters. Despite where you come from, you're my brother or you're my sister. And we need to embrace each other as such. Exactly, exactly. The whole killing of each other as well. I mean, young people are killing each other. For, for nothing. Exactly. So also, young people need to speak. You need to stop acting violently mm-hmm. towards each other. You need to have those conversations. You need to speak. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm a very vocal person. Yeah. You know? Even on my uh, socials. Yeah. I, I speak out a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And some people may see it as me being 
rash mm. when I address certain things that I feel are very racist okay. in their Touchy nature. Issues, yeah. you know? And I, I try to handle it in the most delicate manner. Mm. But also I want the person to leave feeling engaged mm. and feeling that they've learned something new. Mm. You know, you can't just sprout out careless things like that. Exactly. So there was a video I came across recently mm -hmm. with this Black Lives Matter yeah. you know, of this girl uh, trying to highlight that um, it's a black uh, lady, but okay. a young black woman. Yes. Busy highlighting that uh, George Floyd was a criminal anyway. Okay. Yeah. Sheet. Sure. Wada wada. Yeah. And then I was like, Mm. Because doesn't mean someone's background should determine how they die. Like exactly. That, at the hands of the people. Or it makes it okay for them to you die know, like that. At the hands of the people who are meant to protect and serve. Exactly. They say, yeah, he died. He was high. He was. Yeah. If you hide, it doesn't mean you need yeah, to, to die, die like that. Yeah. 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 Take me in. Yeah. Arrest me. Arrest. I'm not saying don't do what the law says you yeah, must I'm do. Yeah. Not saying don't arrest him. Exactly. If he's in the wrong, uh, it's abuse. Him. Abuse of power. Yeah. Is another thing. Um, you know, especially we see it in, like you say, the George Floyd situation, the police brutality, even here at home with the the National Defense Force. The Collins situation yeah you see and them just you know abusing their power it's right? it sh it's it's it should be dealt with we we must not turn a blind eye on this just because now you're from the defense force no that, what you're doing is a criminal them. act it is it's a criminal you're act acting as a criminal it's a criminal and, act and you you you're taking an unarmed man exactly and you're beating him to a pulp to the point where he succumbs to his injuries exactly in your own property yes okay fine he was drinking yeah but he was on his property yeah they didn't say alcohol is yeah. illegal mm. no that was not the case yeah. alcohol is not illegal yeah we just said the sale of alcohol, alcohol. has to stop exactly for this period mm. But if you have alcohol already, exactly. doesn't mean you can't consume. Exactly. Now, with that being said, there's a lot of debate that's been happening online. Yeah. We, the youth, have been shaming each other on this, saying, oh, wow, you're talking about Black Lives Matter, yeah, but you couldn't even talk about the Collins situation. Who are you exactly. right now? Exactly. And yeah. Now, it's frustrating. Mm. I don't know what to do. About the Collins child situation, the 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 death of all the people. Yeah. I think there was four people mm. that, that died That's at, at the hands of the JMPD yes. and the, the yes. I don't know what to do. I signed the petition. Mm. I've shared, mm. writing an email to the ombudsman. Yeah. I did that, yeah. Yeah. but I feel that's not okay. enough. Mm -hmm. Still, mm. the and American youth are out on the streets mm. and they are and they are revolting. Yeah. We can't. I don't know whether we we lost that. Our our, our forefathers had that. I don't know where we lost it. The thing is, it's through the division. Yeah. That now we think, oh, this person is better, or oh no, I don't want to be seen there. There's a certain classism. Yeah. Even if let's say I, you are the biggest celebrity here in South Africa. No, I don't want to be seen walking there. 
and you see with the what's going on in america right now you see kanye west on the streets you see even the top um white celebrities your ariana grande on the kendrick street lamar. kendrick lamar um the biggest one was jason for me was the biggest one for me was jason Boyega who's the black guy from Star Wars. Oh, yes, yes. He learned from his character that he portrayed on Star Wars because he portrayed a character who was an enforcer. He turned around and joined the resistance. I was like, no, this is wrong. And to watch him come full circle like that and give a speech and say, you know what, guys? I don't care about my career anymore because I don't have a career if my people are being killed. That's the thing. That's the thing that I think is a problem now. We too, we care about things that don't really matter. We care that, okay, this brand is not going to support me if I say this. There is a South African reference to this. Michali N. Yeah. There's oh, yes, I saw that. And she, and yeah. she was sent a DM to say, uh-uh, don't say much. hush up on this shush, because shush. now you're going to ruin your mm. prospects. Mm. But what's the use of having what's prospects? Freedom? What's freedom? If my people can't enjoy it exactly, with me. Exactly, exactly. If I'm the only one that's going to be put up there, we, we glorify being the first black this, the first black that. Oh. No, I can't be the first black podcaster. Exactly. I'd rather be amongst another oh, hundred. A lot, exactly. Another hundred more. black podcasters and say, we did it. Mm. We, we, we exactly. created exactly. something. Mm-hmm. And making even reference to that Mishali, um post that she had shared, I even told her that you know what you mustn't allow. Even sometimes you may it may be perceived as good advice mm. that okay yeah I need to actually be Someone careful. Someone silencing yeah your I have voice. to actually be careful. But you know what? Even th- with um, the YSA that I'm in, I was very upset that they hadn't said anything with the Black Lives Matter, and I wrote a letter to them personally before i did it publicly mm, mm. i gave them a chance to just respond first yes. and then they did so it's also about making people aware yes. sometimes people are not even aware of what's going on or sometimes people are, are aware but they're scared of taking that initial step exactly because sometimes they don't know how to mm. it's like being a, a, a white person in south africa and you want to speak out on certain issues exactly you don't know how to <laughs> without appearing to be to your white, white counterparts mm. and outcast or appearing to speak on things you don't really know about. Exactly. You know, sometimes it's good to seek out uh, uh, like a yardstick measure to mm-hmm. say, am I being right when I say this? Mm-hmm. And getting that knowledge from people who exactly. are actually active in that space exactly. is really helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, to do. Yeah. and I command you for actually saying to a, a Actually, you said it to an organization that's supposed to be leading you. Yeah. You led them. You said, <laughs> no, this is not the time to keep quiet. Exactly. And we need to do the same for the South African youth and say, and I don't want whatever much we do to be associated with the political party. No, exactly. And that's what, that's what I try actually show young people that, you know what? I'm also fed up with the whole politics, with the whole parties. I don't know what their main missions are. I don't I don't understand. I don't yes. understand them. So when I don't understand something, I'd rather not just do anything with it. Yes. I'm just going to be neutral. Mm-hmm. If you're an EFF youth, if you NC youth, 
I don't care as long as you're a young person, I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. Because now we look at, oh, what party do you support for me then to help you? See now. Where's the humanity in that? Where's now the it creates an exclusion. Exactly. Who did you vote for? Show me your thing. No. no it's not about that. No. It's not about that. I, I, I want us to help out the 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 callings of this world mm. by by mobilizing ourselves. Mm. Not looking to a a party or an organization exactly. to lead us exactly. or fund us. Exactly. Because what they'll do is they'll pick the narrative. And we don't want people to pick the narrative exactly. for us. Exactly. We want to create our own narrative. Exactly. And we need to find solace in each other when we're on the ground there and we're marching and speaking in a united voice exactly. and say, why are you here? Why are you hurting like mm. this? And you tell me. Yeah. And say, I'm hurting like this because that could have been my family. And I need to say, I'm hurting like that, that because that could have been my brother. Uh, safe space. That's why we are all here. We we found a certain uh, connection to what happened because it, South African youth is like, yo, as long as it didn't happen to me. That's a, that's the saddest part. That's why we're struggling to deal with issues like it's men are trash. Mm. We're struggling to deal with issues of rape, assault, mm. We're struggling to have real conversations in real life. We're just finding this thing where we're just on Twitter and we're just saying, yeah, yeah we're pointing hashtag, fingers on yeah. Twitter using a hashtag is easy versus actually being on the ground yeah. and making a difference exactly. and marching with people. So we're too reliant on social media sometimes. We feel like just making or just tweeting is enough and in most cases, it's not enough. No, we need it's to not. look at our forefathers. They didn't even have Twitter, and look at the difference the, that they made. The impact. Imagine on its if own. they had Twitter. It would have been <laughs> amplified. I feel like we would have had freedom <laughs> that week. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They fought for years, but if they had Twitter, it would have been that week. Literally. What I respect about them is they had the knowledge. They took the knowledge and used it against the system that was oppressing them, which is why education is so stressed. Our forefathers always stressed education because you cannot lead or you you cannot lead or change a system that you haven't fully immersed yourself in and engaged with. You cannot. I made this. I had this conversation with my sister. Yeah. I said, I if I'm I hope to be a top podcaster mm. in the world. Yes. I can't say I'll be that if I haven't fully engaged in it. Exactly. If I'm not podcasting, mm. I cannot be the best. No. If I'm not reading on a daily, immersing myself, I cannot be the best. So how are we hoping to change something we're not immersing ourselves exactly, in? Exactly, exactly. We have so many bright young minds, but mm. they are failing. They are failing to speak up at times where they need It's very true. It's very true. You know, young people, I just want to, to let young people know that it is okay. Let us, maybe, let us just start again. Afresh. Let us start afresh. We know what has happened in our country. And even looking at Youth Month now, in terms of the revolution that's happening. The youth of 1976 was fighting against um, Afrikaans being introduced into the schooling system, Mm. as in learning everything in Afrikaans. Mm. 
they fought in unity against crazy. that and they won that war because today we have schools that teach in Zulu, they have schools that teach in English, schools that even teach in Afghanistan. We are living and, in a reality yeah, they that, had hope that they had hope for. And fought for. So the youth of 2020, what are we doing? What are we hoping for? What are we hoping for? What is the reality that exactly. we want to live in? Exactly. Those are the conversations. And we need to have these conversations. Even if now we're forced to have them online. That is our space. That's yes. our era. That's the petitions. Exactly. That's sending the, dis- the being disgruntled and sending those emails to the military ombudsman. Exactly. exactly. Mm. But but I'm finding that people are just looking without action. Yeah, that, yes. that is very true. Be online. Mm. Be engaged. Don't just but end it in something. a comment. Yeah, do something. Have an action behind yeah, do you. Something. Have a backbone. Yeah. Be be a person of substance. Exactly. We are lacking in substance. Exactly. Even with, um, it reminds me going back to also the Black Lives Matter topic. Um, a white friend of mine, who's one of my first friends, um, she actually came to me and said, "You know, we've never really had a race a race talk." I've never really understood how it is to be black. Mm. And we had, before even the Black Lives Matter started trending, we had a discussion as friends. Mm. A, a, a friendship that started when I was, what, six? Mm. But we were only having that discussion now when I was... In 2020. 2020. Because things are, are at that heating yes, point. Yes, yes. And well, I'm so proud of her because she, I told her that I can't speak to people who don't believe in me. Mm. They're not gonna hear me. Mm. I can't change their mindset. And you have to be open. Exactly. To hearing that exactly. information. Exactly, you have to be open because I can be speaking. But if you if you don't even value me, you're not gonna even value what I'm saying. Exactly. And That's I told yes. her that, you know what? It is your duty to educate. Start with your family. What are their values? Start with your family. What are the conversation you guys are Around having? Around the table. Around the table, exactly. what is passed off as right? Exactly. In those moments of feeling like you are safe in your space, what are you you guys saying? Exactly. So, basically, she even said to me, we even had a live um, Instagram conversation now mm. about the race talk, and she even said publicly that some of her family members are uncomfortable talking to her when she brings up the Black Lives Matter thing, because now it's something that she wants to do as a white person. You see what, it goes back to the the thing where you're afraid to take actions because you will be uh, ostracized exactly. by your own. Exactly, literally. And that's, that's literally what's happening. So, but nonetheless, she is an example of what the young white youth should be. Brave enough. Brave enough, taking responsibility of saying, she wrote a long post saying, explaining slavery, explaining from a white perspective. Mm. Explaining mm. it. Educating. And, and understanding what the privilege exactly. is. She understands white privilege. Yes. And I told her that this is beautiful and you have to educate your white community. Yeah. I'm educating everyone. But there's some people who won't listen. If it to comes me. from your mouth and your skin tone, it doesn't really hit home. Exactly. So sometimes you need a spokesperson. Exactly. To say, you know what? You believe in the same things I believe. Yeah. Go back. Go and go and teach 
Go and teach. teach. That's that's now your mission. Exactly. And you know one thing that people don't realize, this whole the apartheid system, the whole oppression system is a mental oppression. I mean, mm. there were schools, there were schools that kids were taught how to hate mm. another race, the mm. black race. And now where are those schools teaching them how to love? We had schools teaching Ooh. people how to hate. Indoctrinating kids into a militant exactly, view exactly. of another race. So why can't we have same schools, schools indoctrinating love? Love, kindness, support, equality, equality, justice. We don't have a school like that today. We don't. And yeah. even, we don't even have trending a type of thinking leaning towards even that you know i'd follow a, a instagram or a facebook page yeah. that's solely dedicated towards sharing love and why others exactly. are beautiful exactly i do follow pro-black pages but they only pro-black and are followed by blacks mm. now that's an exclusion i need a page that will be speaks followed to everyone by everyone, everyone not only between black and Everyone. Asian. Everyone. Everything. Everyone. Right? Everyone. That's what we need. That's what will help us heal. Mm. We all, the whole world followed an egg. On Instagram. We followed an egg, but we can't, <laughs> for the life of me, follow something <laughs> that will change our life. You see, that's another thing, because sometimes people don't want to see someone else doing better. Mm. And one thing that young people don't understand is timing. Um, just because, you know, when, like I said to you earlier, I wanted to be prefect in grade seven and grade 12. I didn't get that opportunity. I was never elected, mm. but all my friends were prefects. It all, it's all about timing. It was not my time. No, it wasn't. It was not my time. And we need to understand that just because now they were prefects, I'm, I mustn't support them. Why? No. You have it's to, their time and yeah. let me support them you know to be a good leader you have to first learn how to be a good leader exactly because exactly. in 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 supporting playing a supporting role is so underrated <laughs> i was true. watching a documentary mm. michael jordan's documentary yeah. the last dance and yeah there was this guy scotty pip he was like he's number two that guy never like stopped mm. He could have stopped. He could have. He could have been like, I'm also exactly, the best. Exactly. And you know what exactly. happens today? You can't mention Michael Jordan without mentioning Scotty mm -hmm. Pippen. You can't. Mm -hmm. The two names are synonymous mm -hmm. with greatness. Mm -hmm. They won six championships together. Exactly. You They're cannot both make. Great. They both you great. understand? Exactly. We all need someone to help mm -hmm. us. Exactly. So execute our vision. People just feel that. You know, only I must be the great person. Only I can be whatever that. Mm -hmm. And we need to understand that first place is not a position. It should be a shelf. Everyone can be on it. Everyone can be on it. And we need to help each other get on it. There we go. That's all we need. Like, as I said, we but need to But understanding support. that we can all, our time comes. Mm -hmm. Everyone will have their turn. 
And greatness is not a blanket approach. We can all be great in so many different things exactly. and lend exactly. each other skills. Exactly. Michael Jordan wouldn't be great if he didn't have great opponents. Exactly. You I'm thinking to a Magic Johnson. He played against Magic exactly. Johnson. Mm. Magic Johnson will forever be the greatest without taking away from Jordan's if, greatness. If you don't have to. These people played so many different eras. They're great. Look at Kobe oh. Bryant. Mm, he got Kobe, to, exactly. when he was a kid, he was 19 and he got to play against Michael Jordan. Jordan. It was like, wow. That's what he mean became, now Michael Jordan is less. He no. became a legend on his own. Exactly. You cannot be a legend without standing on the shoulders of okay. giants. Yeah. He wouldn't have been that great if he never played against Michael Jordan. Exactly. And that's what young people, we need to understand that, you know what, timing, it's all about timing. And accessibility. And accessibility as well. I mean, there's a great mind waiting to be sparked by you. Yeah. Yeah. We're not accessible. I can't, I can't say I'm accessible mm. if they can only ever hear me on Twitter. Yeah. Then I'm not No, you're not. No, I need to be the type of, like I you mean, said, yeah. go, we're coming full circle. Mm. Your grandfather was able to walk across the people, shake their hands, kiss exactly. babies, exactly. like get the general feeling exactly. of, of, of what the atmosphere is like Exa for the people Exa exactly. he hoped to lead into a different thing. I can't say I'm hoping to lead podcast listeners to this Nirvana and yeah. I don't know who they are. Oh. And then I'm lying to myself. You are, and that's when you feel incomplete. That's when young people feel like sometimes, you know, sometimes when you, you're feeling lost. You can have 15 million followers and stuff. But, but still feel alone. That's, that's because you're not aligned with your purpose. You've alienated yourself. Literally. You're nice to look at. You're very beautiful. Mm -hmm. You are a nice to, person to look at, yeah. but I can't really relate to you on a personal yeah, level. Yeah, I can't relate to you. I can't. I can't. And that's what we need. I feel like we need a leader. We need, even in terms of our next president, we need a president who will understand people, who will understand what people go through in yes. terms of the poorest and the poorest citizen in the country. The poorest. If you had to like align everyone, mm. go to the number lost can can he that person and can we relate to that person? can they have a conversation can you talk to that person can can the things discussed there really hit home exactly and, and can those things be resolved exactly and will that person even be comfortable talking to you? or are you such a billionaire idea that even when you come on i have i have only 10 cents in my pocket mm. How are you going to be listening to what I'm how, saying? How will you relate? Exactly. I don't know where my next meal is coming from. Exactly. And you have a course, five course meal waiting for Exactly. Can we talk? Exactly. It's, so, it's, it's really it's, it's really a conversation because even um, in my other interview, they had asked, do I actually get paid for what I'm doing? And what many people don't know is I don't get paid. Everything I do, I don't get I get paid. that question a lot with podcasting. People are like, paid? <laughs> how much are you making with this <laughs> podcast of yours? <laughs> you know, when you follow passion, it's never pretty. In the beginning, it's never pretty. Mm. 
because you are doing something for nothing. Well, in terms of when you're looking at monetary yeah. and material stuff, it's like you're doing something for nothing. But when you look at impact, impact. and effect, and life's changed, exactly. and you're rich. You're rich. You're rich. Now, if we can start living in that place where we are rich by the number of lives we touch, exactly. then we'll be more complete, mm. which is why our youth is turning to alcohol, mm. all types of drugs, yeah. and always want to be in a state yeah. of feeling less. Yeah. Because they know that in reality they haven't really yeah. been contributing positively. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And you know, also sometimes young people, like for example, in terms of schools, high schools, they feel that, okay, just because I'm not a math student, I'm not a sanctioned, now I'm useless. No. And you see the suicide rates in terms of the young matric results when they've been released. Please take me and, along and go see these kids. Please, you should join me. You I have something to say from a creative mm. perspective. Okay. Because I did art in yeah. high school. Yeah. I was painting. Yeah. I did all those lovely things. Good. So you did not take the, should I say, the known path? Yes. The path yeah. where uh, maths and science or nothing. Mm. No. Mm. Good. Uh -uh. Good. So I'm actually, actually, we need to do um, a talk. We have to go to schools. Once we are allowed to, <laughs> we should yes, do it and yes. then we should actually share because, you know, it's also best when it comes from a creative, when yes. it comes, it's always, it's best. So even in terms of um, not knowing what you want to do and even though you know that math is not your strong point, mm. you can still make something of yourself. Of yourself. Math is not so the much. highest point on, like on we earth need to, we need to ensure that we open minds exactly we need to open minds and we need to educate each other we need to show and i don't blame young people though because they're not shown other other options yes. they don't actually know what else is out there if you look at the career um workshops that they do in schools it's always your corporate type of related um no i want to things. show kids exactly. tiktok Exactly. Show them that you can, you can make dance. Movie. And I have friends who are dancers for a living. Exactly. This person is dancing for a living. Exactly. And those are the type of people I want to talk to kids. Exactly. To show Woody, look, there's not one way of to living life no. or to make it in life no. and change what they think making it in life is. Exactly. And that's why. You know, um, when we look at people from the state, such as your Kim Kardashian, someone who made a whole legacy through social media. Yes. Young people can know that She's you can also selling do that. emojis of herself. of herself. What, what more? <laughs> like, she didn't do no medicine science, oh, exactly. but she's, she was able to hone it. We need to show kids that they need to be comfortable in themselves, in themselves and whatever they are passionate about. I was the type of kid, I did drama in high school. Good. I was on stage, I was doing all sorts of funny stuff. Yeah. That was me yeah. and I stayed true to it. Yeah. I tried, I never fit in when I went to work for a part-time camera mm. or a Coca-Cola. And you felt it. I was You literally unhappy. felt it, yeah. I sedated myself. 
I was in a constant state of sedating myself mm. with with alcohol mm. just to just to remain just like remain just calm. to deal with what, going to a place that I hated. Exactly. I hated it, and every day I'd wake up having feelings of hating. I'd snap at people who did nothing, nothing wrong you. only because I, inside me I was not content. Exactly. But now. Doing this podcast, and um, you're happy, and also I I'd like to make an understanding between the youth and parents. Mm. I I'm well aware that parents um, play a very big role in terms of your selection, in terms of your subjects, and I just want to explain to young people why our parents are sometimes like that. The reason is it goes back to what I was saying in terms of mental oppression. So when the Bantu Act was introduced into the South African curriculum, our parents were literally not allowed to study maths and science. Mm. That is why your parents' wish will always be maths and, and science. science. That's a push. Yes. And that's always been considered a gateway into a better yes. life. Yes, because that that's their, that was their narrative. That was their story. That was their life. Things are different. And we need to also as young people understand where they're coming from mm. but also parents need to understand that they can't live through their and, children yes and educating both parties exactly we need to bring both parties as well to make sure because that's what that's what i did i had to try and understand what why are parents like this and i did more research and i found out about mm. the the Bantu act. i didn't know this yeah it's literally maths and science and that's why those two subjects in a black community are very important i, I hated myself for leaving uh maths yeah. i wasn't failing it. yeah i was actually my art teacher yeah i chose maths and science that's the way yeah. i did math science biology yeah yeah this was great tech yeah i hated doing mm. but I, I i passed there was no reason yeah. for me to leave something now i'm not course. failing yeah you know yeah so it's like i'm not failing this might as well so mm. i left art exactly. and then my art teacher came to the maths class i was like i'm not doing my head on that it's like yeah he is i'm not doing my head on that it's like dude <laughs> why aren't you in my in class? class? <laughs> I'm like, like, dude, I'm here now. I'm like, I was like, but you know that you're the best mm. in art. And so I was. I was. Mm. I was competing with Harvard initially. Not Harvard. What's the Crawford? Crawford, yeah. I was like, ah, okay. Talent. I'm coming. You know? Mm. Yeah, that's you're pushing this maths and science thing because your parents because that was the general you. feeling that's how i would become the next big thing to yeah. carry my family yeah you know that's the black tax exactly. way exactly i'm exactly. supposed to do this so i can carry them on my back yeah and we can be that family yeah. that point to say ah he went yeah okay yeah. i left maths mm. just like that i was like Mm-mm. I'm gonna be happy. I went to art. Arts. Good. I did my art thing. Good. Did my drama thing. Did did it. Did Good. It. And I hope young people are listening to this. You know? Great. Yeah. And then, great. And then came the trick mm. here. Mm. The end. People are applying for universities, whatnot, whatnot. I'm lost. 
I don't know what, what my options are as someone who did art. art. Now I'm sitting there like, wow. You see, what have I like, done? You feel like there's nothing for you? Yeah, I'm like, what have I done? Imagine. I'm so depressed now. And then there was no guidance how to apply, what, what, what. Ended up not applying for varsity. I, all I knew is that I was doing this art stuff and I was part of the entrepreneurial society in yeah. high school yeah. where we sold things. Mm. I used to sell sweets and mm. ice. So you've not. always been an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's what I did. Mm. I was part of that. So I, I was depressed. I finished school. didn't mm. do anything yeah. for myself yeah. the year after because I didn't know where to go. I was lost. Mm. Sitting, feeling sad for myself, sorry for myself. Mm. My sister came to me and was like, Dude, you passed your trick. Mm. You're sitting here at home. Mm. What's, but what's what's your problem? Yeah. You have so much potential. Mm. Go out there, mm. do something. Exactly. And I didn't know where to start. Mm. So I was like, go online. That's mm. where you start. Go mm. to an internet cafe now. Mm. Here's money. Mm. Go. Mm. And then I went. Mm. I went online. Downloaded all the prospectors. Came back, sat down. I knew I wanted to do something in business. Okay. If I'm not doing art, then I'm doing business because those are the two things I like. Did, yeah. I looked, I looked, couldn't find anything mm-hmm. aligned with me that I qualify for. That's another, another thing. thing yeah. APS scores, yeah, APS I wasn't score. told about mm-hmm. any of that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, comparing my score, I'm, I'm lost. Then I found this one university out there in Durban, DUT. Yeah. DUT, yeah. I said to my sister, the only place I think I qualify for something is in Durban and Cape Town, Cape Peninsula, these these uh, universities of technology. I didn't even know about those, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. My sister was like, okay, then go. Go find out from them what they have to say to you. I was on the next bus. I'm in Durban, never been anywhere but how they sure time. imagine on alone alone to Durban sure I get to Durban guess as a young person the, the bus drops me off on the beach on the beach on the beach yeah I'm confused as hell I've never seen the ocean I'm just there like what is this I stood for an hour on the sure. beach I stood looking at the water like sure wow this world really is like this mm. And then there was a police, mini police station went there, got inside. I said, hi guys, I'm looking for this place. And this police officer's like, oh, my son goes there. I'm actually on my way home. I stay close to there. I'll take you there, my son. He's like, oh, wow, dope. Dropped me on campus, wish me good luck. It's like, hi, thank you. I went in, got there, so try to apply, people pointing me in all yeah, directions, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a place I had no, no idea where I was. In the end, I found my entrepreneurial studies, went inside, applied, uh, wrote the mini test, yeah. gave them everything they accepted me. I came back home that night on the bus wearing my student card. Sure. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's life for you. Wow. But that's how oh, my story is so that's long. Just life for you. My story is sure. so long. That's why that's we need such to a set up. Story, yeah. We need to set up. We have to have more conversations. You know, more <laughs> conversations so the youth can learn. You I think you should other, have a youth slot right? in your podcast. <laughs> exactly. 
you on the other side, yeah. you doing medicine. Mm. I'm on the other side. I'm more marketing. Exactly. I'm more creative mm. and stuff. But mm. doesn't mean those minds can't meet. Exactly. Actually, when I was doing my marketing, mm-hmm. um, this other uh, person came in to introduce us to an app. Yeah. Trust how AI is growing in apps. Yeah. They gave us a piece of paper. Yeah. With a heart. A heart. Uh, mm-hmm. An actual heart. Yeah. They had a heart drawn on the paper. Mm-hmm. They were like, why are you giving us this paper. heart? And it was a detailed heart. Okay. Right? Yeah. But like, yeah, hold on. Download an app on your phone. Yeah. This is the name of the app. I don't remember what the name was. Yeah. Downloaded the app. They like, take the camera on that app and hover it over that piece of paper. Yeah. Took that. When the app got over the heart, yeah. the heart started beating. What? That's so crazy. They like <laughs> zoom into the heart. Sure. It opened the heart up, showed all the arches, all the. Sure. I was like, what? What is this? What world are we in? What, what, what am I looking at? I'm a marketing student. What am I looking at? And I said, that's the power mm. of the fourth industrial revolution. We can need each other somewhere. Exactly. You know, exactly. And both help change. We the do world. need each other. Because, exactly. Oh, uh, yo, we need each other and we cannot shy away from you know what's not the road less taken. Or as I said, because the parents were always so strict about the maths and science. And you know, my grandfather actually studied English. He studied English and Latin and stuff like that. So he's such a Imagine. big inspiration because he studied Latin and English in a racist government. And, you know, as you were saying earlier, you have to understand the language of your oppressor. And that's exactly what he did. And what many people don't even know about him is he was a writer. Mm. He loved poetry. Mm. And nobody cared because when you're a politician, you cannot like anything else. You have to keep fighting. Yeah, you have to keep fighting. You can't be, yeah, you can't be tired. He can't be sitting writing poems Mm. when he has to be fighting. And what I want to let people know is you can actually do both. You Mm. can be a doctor and a soccer player. You can Mm. be a creative. You can be a podcaster and a businessman. Fantastic. You are one. Yeah, that's a living example. That's my narrative. A living example. And yeah. I know a lot of people are like, what is podcasting? Because I'm going to teach them. That's the reality of our country. That yeah. we're not even exposing these um, avenues to our youth. Yeah. And I'm so happy that I know now a podcaster to go with me and yeah. tell the young people that, no, this is what you can also This do. exists. And, and what I like about this, I'm going to teach people. I'm not going to get mad that people aren't listening. I'm going to teach people. Yeah. I'm going to make sure people know what exactly what it is and mm. why it's so good exactly. and why they should be paying attention. Exactly. If you, you got to change things. You can't complain and say, ah, but people aren't. Ah, not going to take me seriously. You have to take yourself seriously. Seriously. And it's going to show. You don't show. And what's interesting about uh, your grandfather doing that, uh, that you, you might find interesting yeah. as well as that. Law yeah. is mostly Oh. All of these laws are derived from the Latin. See, I didn't even know that. I so it's know. important to know no, the language you see. so that you can tweak it. Sure. To a point that 
all of these guys are naive. Mm. They're reading the laws now in English. Mm. But you are reading where they where originated are, from. Where they are taking inspiration mm. from. Mm. And what better way to exploit where they are getting it from? Exactly. You can change what they believe if you can change where they're drawing inspiration from. Exactly. So you attack from the main source. That's mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. That's so my. That's a fact. See now I understand why he studied Latin. That's a fact. <laughs> Ooh, crazy. So yeah, the greatness and really mm -hmm. needs greatness. Uh, Look, Nosipu, thank you for joining me today. Um, oh, thank you so we much. We can keep going <laughs> on and on and on, on and on and never ending because there's so many issues things, to tackle and you know? to talk about. Yeah. So, but you are always welcome back on the show. Thank you. you know, it's a it's a door that will always remain. Oh, open thank you so much for even having me. You know, for even allowing me to be here, you know, because what I also want to teach um, from people who feel privileged is you're, you're not privileged if you can't help someone. You're not privileged if you can't put yourself, you can't give people time. You're not privileged. You can have whatever surname, you can have whatever sorts of royalty, but you're not privileged if you can't help someone. If you're looking, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, who even left, the, who left privilege just to go and help. Just to be independent. Exactly. Wow. It's to show that, you know, you're not privileged if you're not doing anything with what you have. Mm. And for me, it's such an honor to even get an invite from you because many times even people feel that you can't even ask her because they think they're too bitter. You can't. Or they think they, you're not accessible. Yeah. Yeah, they think I'm not accessible. And you know what? For me, I'm not speaking for anyone else, but for me, whenever anyone needs help, I'll always go out my way to do what I can. So on your show, if ever you need me again, mm -hmm. I'm here. If you want some youth slots, some if you have a youth slot or something, if you want to if I can join you on your podcasting thing. Mm -hmm. then I'd be more than happy and willing to. And thank you for starting this because I preach about the 4IR a lot of times and the whole media, social media industry and where we're going, the new media. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy to actually proudly say this is my first podcast interview. And for me, it actually feels like I am pre I'm doing what I'm preaching and I'm in the future as well in terms of podcasting. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. It really was an honor to be here. All right. <laughs> thank you. That was our guest, uh, Nosipo Hani Kumalo. You can follow her on all the social platforms at Nosipo Hani and uh, make sure to check out Plant City Hype on YouTube one more time so you can get to see what she's done so far. And if you just Google Nosipo Hani Kumalo, all you'll find there is good things. There's videos, there's articles. I enjoyed doing my research about her on the show. She was featured on uh, GQ Magazine. She's yeah. been on ENCA. She's been all over the place. So if you're someone that's looking for inspiration, just hit her up. All right. Uh, see you guys on the next show. Stay safe. Cheers. Wake up, Connie Ellie. Wake up, Connie Ellie. Wake up, Connie Ellie.